Hello, and welcome to the 124th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. And lately, that shit has been a nightmare. Mm. I am joined tonight <laughs> by uh, two of our NYMG regulars. Alicia Carabinas and Charlotte Hyde. Hello, ladies. Hello. Man, fuck y'all. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> other people. Fuck everybody. Yeah. I picked the right way to come back. <laughs> yep. I just wanted to make my position clear up front. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's have a beer or two and uh, do some talking about what we've been playing before we start yelling. Okay. <laughs> can I yell during? You can yell. Well, I don't know about all that. Tell us who you are first. Oh, mad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Alicia. <laughs> yeah. My name is now Mad. I'm just mad all the time. Um, I'm Alicia. I am a PhD student at Purdue University where I study rec comp games. And also, this is the fun part, social media! <laughs> uh, so uh, that means that for the last 24 hours, I have had no less than 100 tabs open on my computer at all times, and I'm archiving everything that's awful. My life is great. Everybody should be me. Charlotte, you have better experiences and personhood than uh, I do. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know about all that, but okay, I'm a... Uh... Charlotte Hyde, I'm a uh, PhD candidate. I've been largely absent for a few months because job market stuff. And I'm the resident Lego scholar. Well, since you're not absent anymore, what does that mean? It, it means things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Maybe press next time. Time. Don't press her. Don't press her. Maybe next time. It yeah. means it's a secret. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> secrets. All right. So, let's talk about what, what we've been playing and what are we drinking tonight. Maybe some what we've been reading. So, who wants to start? Who's been playing something fun? What about you, Alicia? Uh, actually, I haven't had a lot of time in the past couple of weeks. I've got the new, or I guess new-ish game, The Abandoned, open on my phone. I'm thinking I'm going to buy it. I don't know. Um, I like phone games. I haven't had a good one in a while. Uh, I've been playing a lot of the Flame and the Flood. I finished the uh, campaign, and I've been playing Endless, which, man, it has pockets where it goes really well, and then <laughs> long stretches where everything is terrible, and it's so unpredictable. And I restart, or I, you know, I panically get to the menu so I can replay a section. And at one part, I was on a really slow part of the river where there was, like, no current, and everything took forever, and it was awful. Um, it's a great game. Everybody should get it. And uh, <laughs> I've been playing, replaying a little bit of uh, her story because I'm, I'm working on a project about it, so. Cool. That's it. Charlotte, what have you been playing, darling? Uh, I mostly got back into LEGO Dimensions because of the... Um, Midway Arcade Pack, which is super fun. 
but within that, I went back to the regular campaigns and played through um, Ghostbusters, which is so fun. So I bought the level pack, and so I can't wait to open it now because the level in the game is super short. So um, that's mostly what I've been doing. And I played a little of that Oxenfree game, which is interesting, but I haven't played enough to to know about what's going on there. <laughs> Um, and then I, I put Nevermind down because it, it was it was probably before the last time y'all had a podcast, but not the last time I had a podcast. <laughs> so uh, I played Nevermind. I wrote about it. Um, I love that game, but I was very impressed with how they were able to track what I was thinking and feeling without me being hooked up to anything. It was almost creepy, their facial recognition software that they're using there. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised that it actually made the game harder and I had to watch my facial expressions. <laughs> so that it really like, makes me want to play that. It's so cool. I mean, I even played around with it, like purposely making my face look worried or whatever to see. And it really does. It, what, it, what it does is it makes it hard to see. Like you can't focus. Hmm. And so, so if you want your clear screen back, you have to make it convince it that you're, you're all good. So... But it's also just the stories are really interesting, you know. The the whole premise of it is you you're going on these like, I don't know if it's psychiatric or whatever, but these memory you get all these memories and there some of them are real and some of them are not real. And you go through the story and you're trying to decide what's real and not real. Mm-hmm. Just right up my alley. I love that game. So. Uh, now, Alicia, I don't know about you playing a game that reads your face with your resting bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I have resting bitch face too, so I don't think it was that. I think it was just more like when I would, I don't know, cringe or. For me, I think it was more like frustrations. Like when I couldn't figure out what to do, I would my face probably shows that, and and then it would make it worse. Yeah. Mm. See. So. Cool. They have about I think. I bought it when it was early access, so it's been like oh, a long time now. But I think they have four levels now, so it's, it's, you know, to the point where it's definitely worth the money. Cool. Hmm. I guess I'll tell you what I've been playing. Um, it seems like I'm constantly playing this, but played a little bit of Skylanders. Um, played some Gems of War, which is like my, was my favorite veg out on my Xbox One Match 3 battle game. I even like joined the league with like Girl Tribe Gaming because I've been playing a whole lot of that game when I just hate the world. I'm like, I guess I'll just sit here and blow up some some gems and fight some monsters and scream at my TV. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I've been playing. I, I cheated, and the uh, Mitomo um, phone app from. Dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, I downloaded it from the Japanese app store when uh, it was available, when it was first available on the Japanese app store and played it a little bit and then it, it released on the uh, North American app store today. So I've gotten like 4 million um, friend requests on my phone um, since then. Uh, da, 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 da. I played a little bit of Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, which if anybody's listened for any length of time, they know that I love all of the Mar- like all of Mario paper RPG type games. Um, 
because there's so it's so fun to have to think in multiple dimensions. So I'm playing a little bit um, of that. <clears throat> uh, also, um, I downloaded and was and have probably put about I don't know an hour or two because I'm going through and doing all of the little side quests and everything of the Bravely Second demo and trying to level up all my characters because I want to get because excuse me with the demo you play through and you get stuff that will carry over um, when you actually start the game but since I'm never buying another Nintendo product ever fucking again it's kind of a waste of time <laughs> I don't know we'll talk about that more later maybe um, mm -hmm. and Stardew Valley I started I've, I, I, I caught the Stardew Valley bug and I figured out a way to get it to run on my Mac, even though it's it's PC only. So I got a wine wrapper, and it runs really well on my Mac. And it's really, really sad because the first day I started playing it, I lost an entire fucking day to playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> uh, yeah. Self-control, self-control. Poor impulse control. Right, guys, beforehand. Call me Raven. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's all I've been playing. That's all I've been playing. That's a lot. That's a lot. Anybody been reading anything interesting? Just the things that you assign in class. Yeah. Well, fun stuff. Maybe. I'm, I'm sure Charlotte has. I don't have any time, but Charlotte, I'm sure you do. Oh, I have plenty of time in my dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of time. That's really easy, right? With your dissertation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been reading lots of things, and none of them pertain to this. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been too busy between spring break just then, and then getting ready to go to conference. It's a uh, it's too busy, man. Plus, we're moving on spring break. Yeah, we're moving, so all my spare time is going to that right now. Yeah, I don't I don't know who gets spring break, but it's not me. I'm pretty sure that that shit is a myth. It <laughs> is <It's> spring work. <laughs> Spring work. I spent most of the week either working or feeling guilty because I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Sounds about right. That's what it works, right? Let's talk about what we're drinking. That shit's important. That shit is important. What you drinking, Alicia? I have two beverages this evening. <laughs> I, uh, I went out and got myself another bottle of the uh, toasted caramel whiskey because it's so good. Sounds good. It's really good. So I'm having toasted caramel whiskey with a little ginger ale. And now that does sound good. It is good. And dun dun dun, grapefruit shandy. Oh no! It's like oh. the the heavens have opened. Oh. Man, oh. my husband went out last night to get beer. I was like, go get some beer. I need a beer. There's shit going down. I need a beer. So he's gone for a while. I'm like, well, what the hell's going on? And then he, he comes in, and I saw him trying to sneak past my office, but I could hear the bottles clinking. And I'm like, what the hell did you get? Why are you sneaking? And so I went up in there in the kitchen, and uh, he was putting them in the fridge. And he was like, man, I was going to surprise you. Because uh, he'd found our first grapefruit shandy of the season. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. Oh, wow, I've been drinking it for a while. Yeah, you always <laughs> find that shit. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> because the liquor store behind my house has the, like the best selection. So, oh, whatever is, is happening, they have it. <laughs> so, Man, and they're right behind my house, so it's very convenient. I don't even have to really, drive. I can just wander over. That's really the best. So, you can just yeah, yeah, just, just wander over. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they got they they only have the six packs though, so. Oh, he got a a twelve pack. I was very excited. Um, yeah, I found the twelve. I found the twelve packs at Meyer. I'm gonna I'm gonna put these into my face. It's gonna be great. That's a good place to put them. Charlotte, what you drinking, darling? Same grapefruit shandy. <laughs> Yay! <Yes. laughs> the grapefruit shandy collective. Wonderful. It's so good, um, though. I'm just saying. It is good. I'm not a big shandy person. Uh, that's just because you're wrong in the head. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm drinking tonight. Um, I'm drinking a... This is terrible. Because I said I was not going to drink this on the podcast again this week. Um, but I'm it's drinking... Huh? No, I'm drinking a Vandermill Totally Roasted. Oh, oh sounds good. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I put it in the freezer, so it was right to the point of right before it freezes, so it's got like the little the little chips of ice floating in it. It's a little bit like heaven. Just <laughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we I'm need loving some, it. We need a little bit of heaven. Right now. Mm-hmm. I know. That's what I'm enjoying. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, I was gonna was gonna be drinking pineapple cider tonight, but I drank a lot of pineapple cider last night. <laughs> um, I really love pineapple cider. I really don't understand how it happened that I saw you today and you didn't say, Oh hey Alicia, here's the pineapple cider I bought for you. You know what's funny? No, Tuesday, tell, tell me I what's funny. Tuesday, I had a pineapple cider in my bag for you and brought it home and forgot to give it to you. <laughs> Maybe this is not the week to tell her that. I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I quit. I love you. I quit. He's <laughs> out. I love you, Alicia. So, um, I since I drank pineapple cider last night, I thought, eh, tonight I'm gonna drink something different. Not that I drink every night. Don't don't think that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. it's it's been necessary lately. It's been mm. a little bit necessary. Yeah, I sure wish I had some pineapple cider. <sighs> anyway. Sorry. Shut up. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Fine. Pineapple cider serious business. Pineapple cider is serious as a fucking heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, my mother's visiting, and I went in there the other night, and she had like opened a pineapple cider and drank like three quarters of it and put it back in the refrigerator. Uh uh-uh. uh. I was ready to fight her. Uh-uh. Do you understand? No. <laughs> No, you can't. Why would you do that? No. Oh my god. Did you tell her that there was something wrong with her and she might need to go get that shit checked out? Because <laughs> I'll like, tell her. I'll what? tell her right now. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Don't come to my house fucking up my cider, would you please? <laughs> that reminds me of the time my, my stepdad, he drinks only like Diet Coke. And one time I had put some cans of beer in the refrigerator. And he just mindlessly grabbed one thinking that it was a Coke. And he doesn't drink at all. <laughs> The look on his face was priceless. But he was going to throw it away, so I had to 
Uh, just drink it, you know. Oh uh, yeah, no, I was, I, I was, <laughs> I looked and I was like, oh. She put a flat apple cider in the refrigerator. I was like, I'm about to drink this shit because it's cold. And I picked it up and I was like, this bottle is mighty light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just mad. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm. Yeah, yep. she'll understand. She'll understand. Mm-mm. I'm like, that shit like $12, $14 a six-pack. What you fucking it up for? <laughs> and it's hard to find, right? Right. Yeah. I will tell you, this is one thing. I'm like, I picked the wrong time in my life to develop a taste for better beer. Oh, right. No kidding. Yeah, yeah cause we got paid today, and I looked at my paycheck, and I'm like, that is not the paycheck of somebody who appreciates a fine beverage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, because back when I made money, I just drank crap. Yes. Too bad Alex isn't here, because Alex is the is the one that saved me from the crap beer. But, uh, crap beer is, is bad. How did Alex save anybody from crap beer, though? Because Alex drinks <laughs> the most low quality, terrible stuff. Not beer, but. No, she know, drinks good beer. Wine. She drinks good she beer. Drinks good beer. Okay. She drinks the worst fucking wine. <laughs> she yeah. drinks that shit it's out of a terrible. box. She's <laughs> like, just put it in a bladder and stick a spigot on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Alex, I love you, but uh, I can't get behind your choices. I just mm. <laughs> starts mm. getting feisty. That's because she want a beer. Yeah, she's like, I want some. She's growling. <laughs> Lord. Oh, here so, she got a squeaky toy. <laughs> Start her squeaky toy. All right. So that's what we've been drinking. Oh Lord. So this brings us to what madness mm. we're going to talk about this week. Mm. What are we going to talk about this week? Mm. Like nothing's been happening in the industry. Right. Nothing, Nothing at all. At all. Oh, I know, what, I know what news has come out. What's that? Um, actually, I've been out of touch. So I don't even know if it's news. But Lego Dimensions released the Metro Arcade Pack. A Midway Arcade Pack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the most exciting thing, right? Probably, yeah, not. <laughs> so, um, for those who have not been following, um, Allison Rapp, who is a, uh, was what? a marketing person uh, in Nintendo's Treehouse, um, became a favorite of harassers on the internet. Um, it's been a couple months now. <laughs> it's been more than that. I can tell you. <laughs> because I've just been archiving everything. Yes. You have. Tell us. How long has it been? It's been several months. The first, uh, the first mention of her that I could find was uh, right around a year ago on Kotaku in action. I have not uh, finished digging for everything that may have happened on 8chan uh, because of their weird system, you know, of what stays and what doesn't. But uh, there was a Treehouse Live event. Mm -hmm. She had said some stuff about how uh, the women get, you know, pretty shitty remarks at any kind of live streaming event. 
And uh, that was maybe the first time. And ever since then, there have been periodic mentions of, of her, especially when she would tweet something that somebody didn't like. And of course, uh, it would be posted somewhere, misconstrued or, or you know, dug into or whatever. But uh, several months ago, things began to really heat up. And there were a lot more mentions of her on mm -hmm. Twitter, on HN, and in Kotaku in action. And I mention all of this because um, today there were a number of threads about the firing and Allison's tweets about it and uh, the news articles that were coming out about it. And one of the, uh, the most popular comments was like, well, who is this woman? I've never heard of her. Is she even on Gamergate's radar? And I just, I just, I, t I had to just walk away from my computer for a minute because I have hundreds of archived tweets. I have uh, pictures that have been photoshopped with horrible accusations on them yes. um, that were tweeted with, of course, the Gamergate tags. And mm -hmm. it's just another case of the literally who? Who is this person? <laughs> She's not important. And uh, that they did to Zoe Quinn and to another degree, um, Brianna Wu. Mm -hmm. And uh, and a case of, of here we go again with this third party trolls nonsense. Nothing is ever, nothing is ever the purview of anybody who posts on KIA at least. It's always somebody else. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter, especially for a group that's so big on quote unquote evidence, it doesn't matter if you can produce. The threads with the same people posting it, and they'll be like, I don't know. It's like if I walked up to you, Sam, and I hit you in the face, just straight across across the face. You were like, oh, my God, why did you hit me? And I was like, I, pfft, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't even in here. Yeah. It is exactly like that, and it yeah. is disgusting because yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing that started – the harassment was not just Allison Rapp being on Treehouse Live and talking about how, <laughs> surprise, women get mistreated. It was all because of, I, kind, if I were being kind, I would say misunderstanding. I'm not feeling very kind right now, so I will say an inability of many people to fucking read basic text in front of them that discussed what her job was. Sam, would you like to speak on, uh, on that aspect? I need to take a deep breath. Well, oh Lord have mercy, Jesus. So it, it's kind of bumped around from a from a bunch of different things, from the whole Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles X to um, Bravely Second to any and absolutely everything that's been localized by Nintendo in the last fifty-seven fucking years huh. um, has all blame for anything that these folks have not liked about these games and the way they've been localized have suddenly has suddenly fallen into the lap of Allison Rapp. Except <laughs> this is the best part. She uh, wasn't involved in any localizations. Right. She's a marketing person. She is the kind of the quote unquote public face, or she was the quote unquote public face of these games. She was the person who marketed them. She was a person that showed up on Treehouse from time to time. She was a person that actually got to demo some of the games um, on the, the Nintendo channel from time to time. But she had nothing 
whatsoever to do with the localization of the games. But because she was the public face for these games and because <clears throat> she is a woman and because she is an outspoken feminist um, who is active on social media, she became the target. There was no other explanation for it because the more appropriate target, if you want to be pissed off about the way a game is localized, would be somebody who actually did the localization. <laughs> oh, but Sam. That makes you can't have that. Yeah, you can't have that. And that's what is absolutely infuriating. It is absolutely infuriating. And, and so here's the thing. Is that this should really, you know, and I keep saying like the last couple of months because they've really ramped up in the last couple of months. And then, so, was about a month ago now, she took time off and she went on her honeymoon. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the internet trolls, as we call them, Took that, took advantage of that situation, and really kind of ramp up all of this against her because she wasn't talking about this shit when she was on her honeymoon. And I don't blame her whatsoever. I don't care if I'm on vacation, going down the road to the local winery. <laughs> I may just say I need some time away. Um. So this campaign, this harassment campaign against her, hit like a fever pitch. Um, and she disclosed last night. Let me let me start by saying this: this woman is way fucking classier than I would have ever been. <laughs> she got fired, and her response on social media was, "I'm not going to talk about it. I can't talk about it. Please don't think negatively about Nintendo. They did what they did, but there are a lot of great people that I consider friends that still work there." Please continue to support this company and my friends. She's still mm -hmm. saying it today. She's talking about um, the new, uh, the new app. Yeah. And that was some classy shit. Because I'd have been like, you know what? Fuck Nintendo. Fuck you. Fuck him. Fuck her. Fuck all those motherfuckers. I already <laughs> did all that for, for us at the beginning of the podcast. Everyone and that's exactly what I would have done had I been in her position. Maybe not. But <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Um... So, and it wasn't until, and like she was super quiet about the whole thing. And it wasn't until, because Nintendo must have been getting hit with a barrage of phone calls and people filling out their, um, their form on their, on their uh, customer care page and so on. Because, good Lord, it must have been midnight EST, Eastern Standard Time, last night almost, when that announcement came from Nintendo that was like, well, you know, we're not going to talk about it, but she didn't get fired because Gamergate is, is basically what they said, and she got fired because um, she had a second job and it was against the policy, which, as far as we can tell, looking at their actual code of conduct and employment policy is a bunch of bullshit and not true. Well, I will say this after some research. In the last 24 hours, I'm now a fucking expert on these things. 
Um, Nintendo's actual employee handbooks and employee guides are usually kept pretty secret. And they do have some extensive forms and agreements and things that employees have to sign. So we don't know all the details on that. Uh, what, they have what, we, what we know is what's public and what she said. Yes, what ha what they have posted publicly, which is which seems to be, I don't know how. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know how it's possible to have a public record document posted and have a internal document that says something totally different, especially if it is maintained by you on your site. I don't know how that would be legally possible. Mm. I'm not an attorney but I don't know how that would be legally possible. That being said, and so it wasn't until they came out and, and that she responded and said, no, we are allowed to have a second job. And, and then it came down to maybe it was a conflict of interest because there is this vague nebulous conflict of interest statement that you cannot hold a position that is in conflict of interest and to your as, position. As far as I know, she has been taking like some classes and game design, game dev. Who knows? Maybe she had a little side gig. I, I, we nobody knows, and there's no way to speculate. It could have been literally anything. But what was the conclusion that everybody's jumped to? She's cam girl. Cam She's girl doing porn. I have heard. I have. I've never been mansplained to as much in my life as in the last day. But I have had so many dudes just straight-facedly tell me it's because she's a cam girl. Really? Because <laughs> let, me, let me let me put this out here, okay? As much fucking time as the internet has spent up Allison Rapp's ass, they would have found shred. Out. Yeah, we would have seen that shit. We'd have seen all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but no one has. Can nobody produce no receipts? Nobody knows. What the fuck it was that she was doing, and that's fine. But wait, ain't nobody's business. But go I, was, I was gonna say, aside from that, even if she is doing porn, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if she's a high-end escort blowing somebody right now. Whose business is it? Nobody's. It is not. And how? Unless Nintendo got a side business and a brothel going on. <laughs> that shit is not a conflict of interest. Right, and, it, and, and, and here we go. People are like, "Well, it's because Nintendo is a family-friendly company." Right. I got two <laughs> things to say about that. Does one of them involve Bayonetta's ass? <laughs> one is Bayonetta, and I know that there are a lot of people out there who disagree with me about Bayonetta, but I find that shit offensive. Two. <laughs> Nintendo partnered with fucking Playboy to market Bayonetta. I, you know what? I don't think that if we were going to make a list of family-friendly companies, and the uh, the common kind of idea of what society finds family-friendly, I don't think that Playboy would necessarily be on the list. Um, maybe, uh, maybe kids of today like to read it for the articles. <laughs> but you know what? Even aside from that. This is the company who, in their in their Japanese releases of games before localization, have scantily clad fifteen year old girls 
in the case of bravely default and bravely second, thirteen year old girls in the in the in the case of Xenoblade Chronicles, how is that family friendly? It makes no sense. There is no excuse under the sun for anything, regardless of what it was she could have been doing, to not to not be deemed family friendly by fucking Nintendo. Whatever she's doing, I hope she's still doing it. I hope somebody's giving her a big old pile of cash right now. Because <sighs> this is bullshit. And here's what makes me really upset. And I feel, poor Charlotte, we've just been going back. Um, uh, Here's what really upsets me. People keep saying, I've seen this a lot too. Oh, it's fine though. She's really smart and and people like her and she'll land on her feet. Um, Unless she goes somewhere where they're sympathetic. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing last night. Her Google history is fucking destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing last night. In fact, I recently I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, but I recently read that book. So you've been public publicly shamed by John Rawson. I saw that earlier today. And yeah, it's a really good book. But but he interviews these people, you know, years after the fact, and their lives are still ruined. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not just as simple as you know people are were posting last night. Well, go to PlayStation. It's like well, that's not that simple. <laughs> No, there are pictures of her that are labeled Allison Rapp fucks children. Right. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's a much bigger than just this one job for her. Well, for all of us, but specifically for her. So. And it's it's horrible. I mean, but see, here's the thing, and we've talked about this before. It doesn't matter what she's doing. It is her business. It is her right as a human being, as long as it is not affecting her work. Mm-hmm. And it apparently wasn't until Gamergate and all their wonderful fucking glory decided to, to send hundreds and thousands of messages via phone and Twitter and, and Nintendo's web portal about Allison Rapp. It wasn't a problem for anyone. So we were like, well, Gamergate had nothing to do with it. She was fired because of what she was doing. You know what? If she was fired for stealing pencils and Nintendo didn't fucking find out about it until 60,000 people told them that she was fucking stealing pencils, it is still that the fault of those 60,000 people. Mm-hmm. There are so many people out there who are like, well, it's, it's, if, if she broke policy, it's her fault. This is not that simple. There is no part of this that is simple. Not from the beginning. Not from a year ago when they first started talking about her. You know what? Aside from that, let me say this. This is a fucked up situation for Allison and for Nintendo. And I am with her mind, body, and soul. And and I I cannot imagine being in her position. But she said something last night on Twitter that made a whole lot of sense. And it's something that we have been we have been talking about since the since this first started. Is that ultimately this is bigger than Allison and Nintendo. 
because Gamergate's next target, see, because they're heartened by this shit. They're like, look what we did. Even if they're saying, you know what? We don't know who she is. They are heartened by this shit right now, and they're like, look what we did. Who can we go after next? Ultimately, this is still a problem of the treatment and harassment and the dogpiling that takes place yeah. against women in the in and around the fucking games industry by Gamergate and all their fucking little and all their fucking little cronies. Right? So it's Gamergate, it's MRAs, it's the white supremacists, it's all of these motherfuckers who think that they can team up against, and it's usually against women. Mm-hmm. It's usually against women. Against a woman in the industry in order to have them fired. In order in order to shame them in some way. And that's what we need to be addressing. So, yeah, I'm pissed at Nintendo. I'm really fucking pissed at Nintendo. I'm pissed at them for, for, for firing Allison because she was good at her fucking job. And regardless of what she she was doing, one, she shouldn't have been slut-shamed on the internet. Two, she, that slut-shaming shouldn't have been backed up by the fucking company that she worked for. But they gave those motherfuckers ammunition to use against other women in the future. Because who's next? Exactly. All you have to say is, I don't like something. I don't like the way women are spoken about. I don't like the comments. I don't like this game or that game. Or I think this should happen. And it can be anybody. They've proven that. Right? Before it was like, oh, it's game developers, it's game designers, it's game artists. Now they're going after a marketing person who has nothing to do with the fucking game. It makes no sense. It's whoever, you know, it's whoever they have their jollies on for that fucking day. Yeah, that's what got me about what she said in one of her tweets last night about how it's just not normal for people to spend that much time digging into somebody else's life. It's not. It's frightening. It's so, so not normal. <laughs> it's frightening. I mean, when you think about the things that they dug up, you're talking about tweets from five, six years ago, her honors thesis, her master's thesis, all of these different things, so that they could put them together, absent context. Yes. So they could spread misinformation. There are so many people who talk about her undergraduate thesis and say that within it, she says it's absolutely okay to make live-action child porn. She never says that. She never says that. She doesn't use anything close to that. In fact, she specifically says the exact opposite. But one person said it, and the next thing you know, there's 30 tweets that says, you know, we got Allison crazy motherfuckers okay all over our Facebook feed talking about she said it was okay to have sex with a 13-year-old. Where the fuck did you read that? See, because I, with a PhD in fucking English, read the same shit, and I didn't see that anywhere. So if you, you ignorant bastard, can find something that I didn't, 
good on you. You need to show me where you saw it. Yep. And every time, every time I asked somebody to produce proof, it was either the same John Kelly piece that linked a bunch of out-of-context tweets that didn't say any of that, or somebody used to say, I did some digging. Mm -hmm. I did some digging, and this is what I found. I, I found it. I, I, I looked around. I, all I had to do was do a, a quick search. No. You may have found no, somebody else's bullshit, but you didn't find anything because it's not there. Nope. It's not. And but, that is what it's, that is so fucking dangerous, and nobody is understanding that. That is so dangerous. It's dangerous. It is dangerous to all women working in and around the industry because it is that. It is that as long as we can discredit you enough to make people question, that can be the end of you. Because it's not like it exists. It is not like any of it is true. But if we can make people question, she's a cam girl. She's doing porn because she posted a picture of herself in lingerie on her personal Twitter feed. It wasn't like, here's my shoot that I got money for. It wasn't like, come watch my cam where I do this. And again, if it was, so fucking what? It's personal. But it wasn't. It was like, look at this. It's pretty. So now you have to worry about, think about what you post and what can get construed. So if you go on vacation and you post vacation pictures of you in a bathing suit, somebody's going to come back and say, because... The, the pictures that I have seen have not necessarily been more revealing than some bathing suits I have seen on the fucking beach. So if you go on vacation and you come back and post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit on Twitter, all of a sudden someone can make that assertion that you are doing porn or posting porn to yeah. your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed because you posted yourself in a bathing suit and you should be fired and then miraculously have that shit happen? Girl, don't get me started. <laughs> I think it's too late. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're already going. Um, there's another. There's another thread to this, and um, this is what I think is is maybe the most frightening about this situation and the other situations that we've seen that are much like it. Situations that have been happening in various ways on forums and social media and various platforms for almost a decade. Uh, there was a lot of discussion in various corners of the internet today about how this is just reality. Anybody can uh, use social media against you now. Anybody can use your past. Anybody can find things out and get it out there because social media has been weaponized and that's just reality. And there's a level of truth to that. That is our current reality. But the frightening thing is that people kept saying, there's no solution. There's not, And that's bullshit. This can be fixed. There's a lot of ways we can fix that. That doesn't mean they're all going to be easy, but we can fix it. Listen, everything that is illegal right now was once legal. Yeah. All it takes is a little bit of effort. And for 
governing agencies to actually take this shit seriously. But instead, when a woman goes to the police station, to any other agency with a stack of printed out tweets and is like, hey, here's what all these people are doing. If it doesn't involve threats of physical violence, nobody cares. Nope. You can't sue an amorphous group for slander or libel. So do they really care if it does include physical violence? Sometimes. Sometimes, you know, they'll take a police report, so at least you have a record. Yeah. A record doesn't save you much if they actually come after you, though. Oh, no. That's no. And she says she's been working with the police for months. It might save you from a swatting. Maybe. Hmm. And let's not even get started on swattings. I'm sorry. My kid came in the room. She should have been in the bed a long time ago. You know, it's spring break. And my mother was in town, and that makes it worse because she lets her stay up and do all kinds of heinous shit. <laughs> um, but, I mean, even aside from that, that's something else I mean, we can talk about. And that's something that... So, what this does on top of heartening these idiots that are doing this shit is it makes all future women in the industry hesitant to speak out, to mm -hmm. be active, to come forward, any of those things. If we think about it, seriously, who's gonna who's gonna be the next woman, especially at Nintendo, you know, the folks who really need it. <laughs> that's gonna say that are gonna say let's think about the way female children are being portrayed in our games. Let's think about whether or not we need boob sliders for for thirteen year old girls. Let's think about any of this when they look back at what happened to Allison. Right? But yeah, here we go. That's family friendly, right? Mm -hmm. To think about and talk about the dangers, the physical dangers that women find themselves in when we talk about how these situations find themselves going offline. Right? Like you said, what about the possibilities when we start thinking about swattings? What about the possibilities when we start thinking about what happens when we get to things like doxing? What happens, I mean, and it can be anything because, you know, God help us. We had, <clears throat> just today, we had the, the report um, that came out that the woman who filed charges against Donald Trump's campaign manager, the uh, reporter, for being, being uh, assaulted. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to find it while I think about it. Um, had her address and phone number 
mistakenly released. Is that a quote unquote mistakenly? <laughs> mistakenly released. Well, uh, here's the interesting thing. By Fox News. <laughs> yeah. Fox News. And here's a weird one. BuzzFeed. Today, Michelle Fields. Really? Michelle Fields had her her address and her her phone number mistakenly released by Fox and BuzzFeed today. She had to evacuate her apartment. But remember, these are just internet trolls. Right. It's totally fine. Because she was, she had, because once that came out, she started getting all of these threatening messages. It's not real life, though, you guys, so, I mean, there's nothing to worry about. It's fine. Everything's fine. And what is, okay, so, and, and it was, it's, it's, it is still, like, like I said, you have these news outlets that are saying, so she had to evacuate, and they use the word evacuate. They had to evacuate her apartment because she was being inundated with these threats of physical violence. But she successfully got her personal address removed from both websites, so the constant threat is no longer there because nobody archived that shit. That shit ain't posted on nobody's forums nowhere. These motherfuckers are crazy. And when she refuses to go back to her apartment, you know what they're going to say. She's overreacting. Oh, of course. This is the kind of shit that women have to go through all the time just for speaking out. I mean, because seriously, I mean, technically, she was one of their own. She was a Breitbart reporter. It wasn't like she was, you know, <laughs> Rachel Maddow. Yeah. This is one of their own. But because she said, no, he assaulted me. Even if I'm in favor of this shit, he assaulted me and that's not okay. So this is why I asked, though, like, do they really take it seriously when it comes off the internet? Right. So. Because the threat is removed, right, for her because, you know, the... the her address and phone number are no longer actively on the Fox or BuzzFeed sites. Because that shit ain't all over 8chan and Reddit and 4chan and everywhere else. Mm -mm. And every white supremacist forum from here to hell and back. Because, you know, that's Donald Trump's audience right there. It's insane. It's insane. This, what Nintendo has done, has ramifications far beyond Allison Rap. Yeah. And they refuse to understand that? I don't give a fuck. Don't think they care. Yeah. What are they I mean, whatever the situation was, 
<clears throat> whatever the second job, whatever else was going on, she talked about some friction between her and, and, and people and it ended up fine. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's no denying that this campaign, this organized active campaign to smear her played a part. And other companies have come out and spoken in support of people who were going through things like this. Nintendo never said a word. Mm -hmm. Nope. Never stood up in support of her. Never said, never. And that's what I don't understand. Why didn't they stand up and say, hey, she has nothing to do with this. This is a company decision. This is a localization decision that has nothing to do with our marketing person. They never supported her. They never had her fucking back. They threw her under the bus. She was a sacrificial fucking lamb because as long as they're attacking her and pissed at her and say we can blame her, they're not blaming them. Mm -hmm. That shit's not okay. Fun times. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That shit makes me want to do violence mm -hmm. in the game. In the game. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, now that we've had so much fun discussing <laughs> this. <laughs> Yay, party time. Well, okay, so here's a, here's a question. Now that we've had so much fun talking about how terrible it is. A little over 24 hours at this point have passed. <laughs> I would like to think we had had time to calm down. I have, <laughs> I don't think that was necessarily true, but you know what we're going to say? Maybe it did. Okay. <laughs> I've gone from one kind of pissed off to another kind of pissed off. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, well, I am serious. How do we fix that shit? How do we make it better? What do we do next is a big-ass question. There were people talking about unionizing industry employees, which honestly is a big idea because there are so many shitty conditions at various game companies that I think it would be helpful overall. But Yeah. You know, what's to say then that marginalized uh, people get full protections in such a union? What do you mean? Marginalized well, I mean, women? you know, what if what if all of the what if the union is primarily dominated then by say white dudes, mm -hmm. then maybe there's not enough protections in situations like this to protect women who get targeted. Mm -hmm. you know, who knows? Who knows what that looks like? Uh, unless something actually happens on that front, it could be anything. Um, we need to lobby for actual laws and regulation about things like this. And it, honestly, because Twitter is usually at the center point of when these moments go mainstream, mm -hmm. Twitter needs to fix their shit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, and that's a, and that's exactly the point. This shit is so. It extends past the obvious. And it's the same stuff that we've been talking about over and over and over again. How do we stop this? How do we fix these situations? How do we kind of check shit when it keeps when it starts going? But then it's even bigger than that. If we think about the current political st- situation in the US, if we think about the presidential race, right? Donald fucking Trump. Oh my God. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, uh. That shit hardens these motherfuckers, right? It's like, oh, you know, it's all about you know anybody who's different, anybody who's brown, anybody who's not Christian, anybody who's gay, anybody who's got a v- 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 anybody who's female. <laughs> Man, and that's all okay. trans day of visibility too. I know. I caught myself. <laughs> and it's okay to say these things because this famous guy on TV who's running for president says them. Uh huh. So it's totally and fine. Gets hundreds and thousands of people all worked up and shouting that shit right along with them. Yeah. It extends. It extends. Don't understand why nobody recognizes that all of these things are connected. Right? You can't, I mean, you can't demonstrate all that with some dang memes, Sam. Apparently. So you know it don't matter. The dang memes are not sufficient. Not sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> are not sufficient. Mm-hmm. Everything is awful. I feel like we sing this a lot. <laughs> Makes you dance a little bit, though. Yeah, I don't get it. It is awful. But it's got to get better somehow, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, eventually when something happens to somebody who is deemed as important or that quote unquote matters. Um, maybe. What I thought was interesting, and maybe this is the change we need to see, is once the news of the firing started to come across Twitter, we had at least that I saw, and I have not checked back to see if anybody has compiled a list, but five or six third-party developers who said, I'm not developing my next game for Nintendo. Hmm. And I know that people said that in the heat of the moment, right? Mm -hmm. But interestingly enough, some folks came back today and said, no, I said what I said yesterday, and I meant that shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we need. Because people threaten all the time. 
you know, and, and we talk about this. People threaten all the time. I'm not going to buy this. I'm not going to buy that. I'll never buy another one of this. See, I'm pretty good for, for, for doing that. And I'm like, well, I'll never buy another game that so-and-so makes, or I'll never buy another game that does X, Y, or Z. And I really don't. Um, because I'm just an honorary bitch and I do it just to be me. Um, mm -hmm. But some people will say, I'm not, I'm never going to buy another Nintendo console. And then when the next Nintendo console comes out and there's an exclusive game on it that they want to play, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I bought it, um, but I didn't enjoy it. No. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, if I just hurt your feelings, I apologize. But, you know, this shit is true. So the thing is, is that we've got to be real with that shit. If you're going to say... I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that, then guess what? You can't do it. Because, honestly, for the same reason that Nintendo came back, like, what, six, seven, eight hours later and said, here's why. I mean, and it wasn't like that paragraph statement that they released took them six or seven hours to write. It was because they were starting to feel threatened in terms of, in terms of their commerce that they thought it was time to release that statement. If they feel threatened in terms of their commerce, especially when they got a new console coming out, maybe they'll step up. So maybe if it's not ethics, it's economics. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I hope. I hope. I don't know. We got lots of consoles out there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's lots of shit to play. Way too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand what... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'm talking too much. I'm, uh, I don't really have anything. I'm just... I'm just mad. I'm just at this point. I'm so mad that I can't even be coherent or objective because I'm not just mad at what happened or how long it took or everything that went down. But there's so many people working fucking overtime to justify mm -hmm. this shit today. Yeah, yeah. So much time put into it. It's just amazing. So much. That's what makes me mad, right there. People who want to find some way to say, this is okay. Yeah. It's not okay. It's not. It's not. And the, I mean, and the rationale for why it's okay. She posted pictures of herself in lingerie. She was a slut. I mean, I mean that's what it boils down to. It is slut shaming. It is slut shaming. Because... A woman can't be sex positive in any way, shape, or form without being called a slut. Without being said, she deserves to lose her livelihood because of it. But nobody questions why any kind of sex work or sex positive work is what's necessary to gain livelihood 
for women in an industry? I mean, seriously, she, she came out and said, I took a second job because I needed to pay off student loans. Look, I understand paying off student loans. I got student loans on student loans on student loans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nobody questions why it's necessary for a woman working in the tech industry full-time and I know how the folks at, at in the games industry, writ large, I know what kind of hours they work. Mm-hmm. Why is it necessary for her to take a second job to pay off student loans? Because she's being underpaid in the first fucking place. But nobody questions that. They're too busy saying she's a slut for doing whatever it is they think she's doing. Oh, but Sam, it doesn't matter because you're just so lucky. You're so lucky to work for a company like that. Everybody wants that job. It's it's standard for her to have all these agreements that monitor her social media and everything else. Right. It's totally normal for them to tell her that she can't tweet about rape culture. Yes. Totally normal for them to say she can't she can't tattoo or pierce her body again or she may not have any more public appearances. It's totally normal for them to police not only her voice but her physical body as part of her fucking employment. Yeah. And at some point this shit's got to change. And then there were some some things that people were talking about this very thing. Right. And uh, I think this was on NeoGAF. I don't even bother to respond some of the conversations there have been better than some others, and some are still fucking garbage fires. But uh, somebody was like, "Well, if you don't, if you don't like that, if you don't like the reality of the world, then the answer is to just, you know, start a company and run it with your own policies and get really successful, and then you can tell everybody else how you did it." Except, here's the thing: and if you want to talk about reality, the harsh realities of this world, you and I. And Charlotte, you and everybody else, we can't just roll out and start a company. <laughs> you can't if you're compete. Donald Trump and you borrow a million dollars from your daddy. Yeah. To compete with these major companies because how do you compete with Amazon? You know, and it's not that they're successful based on the great treatment of their employees. Yeah. Okay. These major companies that dominate markets, because you know free market, uh, have terrible business practices, terrible employment policies for the most part, and mm-hmm. you know price cut down to extreme margins. How how is anybody supposed to find an edge and succeed in this world? Mm-hmm. I don't know though because. Maybe I'm bitter because, you know, I might spend the next few years in poverty because we're so undervalued at the university. I value you. Thanks. Can you value me with cash? <laughs> they don't pay me enough to value me in cash. <laughs> it's okay, though, guys. It's cool. Education is not very important. Go ahead, Charlotte. 
<laughs> it probably doesn't help much, but I can tell you as a fifth year who's fixing to graduate, this shit goes by fucking fast. <laughs> you wake I up one so. day, you're graduated. You're like, what happened? <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> Not that it helps you. I don't mean to make light, but I'm just sort of in that place where I'm like, what happened? I'm ready. Let, yeah, let me comes out. Fast. Let's go. But yeah. But yes, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving with enough money to open my own company. That's for sure. Yeah. Are you leaving with that, enough money to loan money. me enough money to open my own company? No. Damn. I could start a lemonade stand. I might be able to get some used plywood. You can get that free on Craigslist. I think. Hey, see, I could just hire my children and pay them a living wage. Uh oh, here they come. <laughs> here comes Gamergate. Oh shit. Child <laughs> <Wild> labor. <laughs> oh yeah, you must get in trouble now. <laughs> you got me. Uh, God. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well. Well. But we work for this shit, right? We're going to make this shit better, right? Is that, is that what we say? Mm, that's the rumor. I need you to say yes. <laughs> I mean, we do something. I need you to say yes. I, I'm not going to lie. Sorry. You have to get another grad student. Ugh. It, it it gets harder and harder, and and we talked about this last night, right? We did. We talked about this last night, and I said, you know what? Every time we get to the point that I'm just like, you know what? I quit. I ain't doing this shit no more. Mm -hmm. And I think about why I'm doing it, right? Yeah. And I, and then my daughter. Loves games. Absolutely loves games. And tells me, Mama, when I grow up, I want to make games. We'll walk into a room and give me a hug or give me a kiss. And I say, This is why I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I don't want her. To be the next Allison. I don't want her to be slut shamed. I don't want her to be harassed and threatened. I want her to be safe if this is indeed what she decides she wants to do. Well, I got some good news for you, Sam. I don't know if you're ready for it. You might want to have a seat. Uh, she won't be the next Allison because she's young, and by then there'll be ten more, twenty more. It's not fair. No. It's yeah, not. and unfortunately, it's not just games. So. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, so uh, this has been. Fun. Things are happy and life is full of rainbows with the staff of Not Your Mama's Gamer. But these are discussions that need to happen. They need to happen often. 
And another scary thing that I've seen around is that Alison Rapp brought this on herself because she talked about it. Because she drew attention to herself. You know what? Fuck that. Because we need to talk about it. Yeah. We need to be really, really open and clear when this shit is happening. Yeah. Because I want my daughter to be able to do what she wants to do. Yeah. And I want it to not be a threat for her to do it. That's what I want. Me too. <sighs> yeah. Well. Yay. <sighs> Yay. On that note. <laughs> what now, friends? We go back to doing what it is we do. We we take our time to be pissed, to be angry, to scream, to shout, to talk about what's fucked up, and to figure out where we need to go next. And then we go back to doing what we do to try to make that happen. We boost voices. We celebrate diversity. We critique and criticize when that diversity does not exist. We call out shit for what it is. What else can we do? Quit. We quit, it gets worse, not better. Right? Somebody right. tell me that's right, right? <laughs> I'm, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm asking myself that question more than anything else, right? I think we all we all think that a lot. You know, I I, I thought the same things last night. Like I just I just you know, there's a tendency to think oh, I don't want to get involved. I just want to walk away because because it could be anybody next, right? Yeah. Right. But obviously, I didn't because I'm here saying things as a woman. So, admittedly, not many things because it's just very terrifying and depressing. So I don't really know what to say. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it's extremely true. It can be anybody next. Uh-huh. I mean, we've all, many of us, have experienced it in some small way, uh-huh. and and sometimes in some large way. But we do what we got to do, right? Yay, team. Good job, team. <laughs> at least, I would like to say, at least on a somewhat positive note, as much negative attention <clears throat> as she got on Twitter, there's also a lot of, of support. Yes, which which I found I found heartening because it's not it's not like we're we're just necessarily talking into a void. There are people out there who recognize what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I took a little bit of hope in that. 
yeah, like I said, the, those those five six people that I saw last night who were like, "Yep, we're not developing for Nintendo anymore." The hundreds, if mm -hmm. not thousands, of tweets that came afterwards that were like, "What can we do to help?" Or just a voice of support in the dark, right? Yeah, and it's just yeah, it's still happening right now. Just you don't yep. know me, but you seem awesome. Whatever. So, you know, I mean, in, I mean, in the end, that shit don't pay the bills, but it helps, right? It helps make a really fucked well, up situation a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, it helps me feel like everybody is not. It, it's easy to think that that everybody is just following like Trump's doctrine and whatnot, but but it's not true. Mm -hmm. So. It's just, anyway. Yay, team! <laughs> well. I guess that's that. <laughs> Things we can, we can stop on sort of an up note. Yeah, we can. And on that note, that up note... That's going to bring us to the end <laughs> of episode 124. Where once again we seem to talk about why everything is awful. <laughs> so until next time when we come to episode 125. Where we're going to have another guest. Yay! And we'll talk about all the wonderful things we do on the internet and why we do them <clears throat> with a more positive spin, hopefully. But until then, stay warm, stay dry. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alicia, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm the best. Go ahead. You're the, you the best. And always, as always, my friends. <clears throat> game on. Game on. Game on.